All right, welcome to this week's episode of our Shotmaker podcast. I'm really excited because we're going to turn a negative into a positive. We're going to look back at this year's baseball season for all of us Philly fans, the what could have been, but really turn that into a lesson of how do you know if you have a championship team and ultimately how do you build a championship team? So first, taking a step back and looking at the Phillies, what do you think? They had all the talent, right, on paper, really thought yeah. this was their year. Yeah, and they came up a little short, as we know, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and then, you know, get to the World Series and become a champion. I think that's where we get in today. It's probably things that we've touched on maybe individually before on the podcast of leadership qualities or these things. But putting it all together as we wrap up the World Series, that I can say I not watched one pitch out. <laughs> I watched not, a little not bit. Not one single game. pitch. In, it, <laughs> it was painful. It was it was painful. But yes, um, because I think that's you know the question so many times in business that we face, right? On paper, it looks like you've done everything right. Like you've prepared, you've worked on team dynamics, and then you get to the holiday weekend or the Friday night shift and right. Doesn't go well. And it's, it's a lot of similarities. I mean, obviously in baseball, there's only one champion. So if you're the Arizona Diamondbacks right now, you're probably still feeling pretty good. Yeah. Right? In the grand scheme of things, they're champions in their own mind. They won the National League pennant. Yeah. So I think as we compare it, like, you know, there's a little, restaurants are a little bit different. Yeah. On the fact of what's considered a win or, yes. um, you know, consider your team a championship yeah. team. But I think it all kind of correlates a little bit on what your team should look like for success. Yes. Exactly. And I would say, you know, for those of us in the office that know my opinion on this, I mean, one dynamic I would bring up is your big leaders, if they show up in the key moments, aka Bryce Harper, right? Do they show up? And is there something going on under the surface between your, you know, big players that are expected to show up who maybe fall short and don't, and yet, and somehow that hurts the vibe of the team overall? Yeah, I mean, obviously those guys are, are get paid what they do in Major League Baseball or any sport for that matter because when it comes time to clutch or when it's time for playoffs or championships, they usually are the ones that you need to step up yeah. and hoping you get someone of your role <laughs> players with you. And the Phillies think it really wasn't any of them those last few games, yeah. right? Whether it was Bryce Harper for Phillies fans, Trey Turner, Kyle Schwarber, Nick Cassianos, <laughs> name one of them, it didn't really work out. Yeah. So, you know, as we get into the restaurant, same thing, right? You have your people that you pay a higher level to, you know, you're paying them more based on their experience, based on their skill level, yeah. that when it comes to Mother's Day or Valentine's Day or the holiday season, yeah. you're expecting them to be on their highest right, level. And I think sometimes, you know, especially in business, I think in sports, we all have that conversation, right? I mean, unfortunately for Bryce Harper, everybody knows what he's making. So right. everybody knows <laughs> what is expected of him, right. right? But on the restaurant side or in business, sometimes... We don't have that conversation right. with our ace, right? We think that they know that they're getting the best section or that they're getting yeah. the best schedule. And sometimes I think it's important to have that conversation up front, which is why this is a really timely yeah. episode as much as it's about the end of the baseball season. We're also getting into the holiday season. So to say, okay, you know, you are, you know, the brace of your restaurant. Let's sit down and have that conversation before Thanksgiving week and before the holiday week and yeah. New Year's and really say, I'm going to give you, you know, this schedule or this is what I expect of you. This is the pay that you're going to get. This is the bonus that you're eligible for. Right. But we need to deliver. 
and we need to yeah. drive the team forward. And I've had many of those conversations in a restaurant of sometimes you said the reminder of you make this money yeah. because you're good at your job at this, but also the expectations are you're leading the team. Yeah. You come in with a good attitude. There's going to be a time where there's a rough shift in the holidays, right? You're busy for two or three weeks straight. Chances are yeah. at some point <laughs> during that time, something's yeah. going to go wrong. Exactly. And in kind of making sure that, that either that top manager or that top line cook or that top server is on board with that. Like, hey, I want you to be part of the solution, not the part of the problem of complaining or, or wherever I go. Well, exactly. And I think the other part is really walking through a contingency plan because we all know people are not going to show up to their shift. Right. People are going to be sick. My grandma's <laughs> sick. Right? Like, we know this is going to happen. And I think a lot of times we've had calls with clients where it's like, shocking that no one showed up on Father's Day or no one showed up on Mother's Day or whatever it is. But we can't have that, oh my God, we're shocked and now we don't know what to do. We have to have a contingency plan or a couple of plans that say, worst thing happens, you know, five people no show, six people no show. Like, what do we do then? Who do we bring in? Who do we call in? Maybe setting up some sort of incentive plan. Um, I've seen that work where it's, you know, X amount available to you right. if you know, don't no-show over the next six months sure. or six weeks. But something to make it where we're not reactive. Right. No, definitely getting creative makes sense. And then just better planning. I mean, I think sometimes we talk to clients and it's amazing like that they're a contingency plan. But if it's a holiday or something, you know, it, it can't hurt to maybe have an extra body yeah. or someone scheduled. And that's on the owner or the manager to do that. So when something happens, you're not, you know, oh man, we're one person away from it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, on the baseball that. side, it's why you have a pinch hitter that right. can, you know, a JK, <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're favorite on it. You know, the, the good teams have someone yeah. that when it's not going well, right? When someone in the lineup's not doing what they're supposed to do in a different level, yeah, you bring this person yeah. in, in basketball, you bring them off the bench and you try to start, you know, on their rally, get yeah. runs, and in, you know, restaurant, try to get the shift to go through, have that body. Well, I agree with you because, they, you know, we all want to run good margins, right? We all want to make sure that we're profitable. But so many times when you're looking at your profitability for December through September, it's very different for your profitability from October to the end of the year because you're going to have catering events. You're going to have big parties that inherently have better margins. So I don't think we want to die on the hill of no. let's run a you know sub 30 labor costs. I think you're right, staff for four or five more. And sometimes it helps to just do the math of what that is. Like right. if you brought in five extra people, right? You have your I love JK. You have your JK who's just sitting on the sidelines <laughs> waiting really, for a just chance, really shot. right? Um, you know what does that really cost you, right? right? Because it, for the extra hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, it's worth it for the peace of mind that you owner your phone's not ringing and you're not having right. to drive in at eight o'clock on a Friday night to just finish out the shift yeah and I think you know I've you know the, the theory and owners are kind of the same philosophy of do you want the success of your holiday season or that shift or anything on maybe an 18 year old front desk staff <laughs> member or maybe a 16 year old bus boy you know right. that's if you're one of them away from calling out that's gonna <laughs> make you come in at the bus tables you probably want to add another buster. Like right. to me, that's the philosophy yeah. of that. Is it's just not worth the risk reward's not there. Yeah. And if you're getting ready for a busy holiday season, now again, if you're in an area where that's your slowest month, different story. But for ninety-five yeah. percent of the restaurants that are gearing up for their their Super Bowl time, yes, 
Yeah, and that's why I think, you know, a great exercise is just doing the math on that weekly schedule. What's, you know, fully loaded schedule versus right. middle, because remember that fully loaded probably is really not going to happen, right? Those people really aren't going to show up for their yeah. shift, or at least not all of them will. So again, you know, keeping that in mind. So, okay, we went through consistency and obviously outstanding performance of our, you know, key players. The next one is, you know, community engagement, right? I think really good exercise now, especially as you get into the holiday season, is to look at your performers that engage with their customers that people know because that also is sometimes an intangible quality that we forget to look for when we're looking at our staff. Yeah, I, I agree. I think sometimes, and I remember when this a long, long time ago, one of the executives of a company I worked for said, "Who's your? Think about your best sir." Like in my head, like who's my best <laughs> server? I'm like, oh, that person is because they come in to do me favors. Yeah, they stay late. They do, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, that's not really your best server. Your best server is the one with the biggest tips." Because they're taking care of yeah. our, 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 our customers, our guests. That's your best server. And it's just that philosophy change of sometimes looking around your staff, like who's the ones really being an ambassador for your brand? Yeah. Whether it's a front desk person that may be just like, wow, you look over there. And they walk around the restaurant like they're the mayor of the restaurant. They know everybody. <laughs> and, and you don't maybe realize that in a day-to-day -day of what that person brings to the table. It could be someone in the kitchen that just comes, you know, you don't know, you know, that's great with all your vendors. Yes. There's just so many people that maybe go under the radar because they're not the ones that are bailing you out and come in on Saturday night. Right. And they, sometimes they, they're not always the ones that are showing well, up the, you know, most consistently or everything right. else. But I agree, that's where they have a place on the team, probably right. different from, you know, our leader or our top performer right. overall. But, you know, still a really valuable element of our team as we get to the holidays because, you know, people are coming. And I think a lot of times as owners, you know, we get stressed out about this. It's like, I got a party of 60, I got a party of 30, whatever it is. And it's just added work. But those people have picked your location yeah. for something memorable in their life, right? Whether Absolutely. it's a company party or family get together. And so that person, while they may not be perfect in other right, areas, right. we may want them to lead that that little yeah. group because that's gonna make a memorable experience. Because ultimately these parties are a great way to introduce your operation to people right. maybe who are not part of your regular yeah. customers. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So all right. So as we look back at, you know, the Phillies, the World Series, we're trying to build our own championship team, what do you think is the one thing that set apart, you know, the true world champions from everybody else? That's tough because <laughs> there were, I think, unfortunately, in this, you know, for the Phillies, there were just a few different areas that all kind of at the same time, right? You know, like you said, your clutch hitters really didn't perform. Yeah. And then you had your closing pitcher who, right, who has a very specific job to do. Come in <laughs> close. and close the game. And the game, he doesn't do that. So, yeah. right, would be like, you're very specific. Your line cook, is, <laughs> he's got one dish to make. Your prep cook has one item to make, and they keep messing it up. Yeah. And then your manager made some questionable decisions. Yeah. Same thing as again in the restaurant business, right? <laughs> There's signs where a manager maybe let someone yeah. call off, or maybe, depending on where you're in the country, doesn't open the patio when it yeah, should be yeah, open. Yeah. So I feel like if you relate them back and forth, a lot of decisions unfortunately go into not being a champion and it's yeah. not usually just one. Well, and I think that's where as we go into the holiday season to remember, like, it's not going to be perfect, right. right? Even if the Phillies had won, there still would have been sure. a handful of 
things that were questionable throughout the year. So win or lose, you're always going to have the parts of the day or the parts of the game that don't work out. But I think it's also important to remember to set aside time, to know you already have that time set aside of, you know, January 10th, we're going to have, you know, yeah. a meeting of our management team and we're going to look back. So as things are like, oh, you know, you let this person call out, rather than get mad in the moment, right, maybe it's even keep a little notebook. Because again, we're not living or dying by this holiday season alone, right? We're trying to get better every year. We're trying to grow as a team. So I like the idea of keeping a notebook so we're not, you know, throwing dishes in the kitchen during our holiday rush. But there will be a time to address these things yeah. and make them learning moments so that every holiday season we're getting better. Yeah, and now a lot of the technology, there's a lot of times there's like digital log books. Yes. And we would always use that really for the holiday almost every day. But after every holiday, you know, like, all right, let's really assess. Yeah. What did we run out of? When did we run out of it? All right. Did we have enough staff? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Five busters was what we needed this night. No, we needed this now. So when you do it next year during that schedule, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't remember that yeah. from 365 days ago. But now that I'm looking at it, I know to order this. I know to staff like this. Well, and I think that's the other part of the unique place of where we are now is you probably didn't have to do that before, right? There was right. probably a time in your business, if you've been around more than five years, right. where this was kind of on autopilot, right? Everybody sure. knew what to do Thanksgiving week. Everyone knew what New Year's looked like, right. busy or not, right? And everyone just had those set times throughout the next six weeks, so they knew what that was. That doesn't exist now, probably, right? Like your staff right. has turned over, your managers have turned over. so. It's frustrating if you've been around a long time to know that you have to now go backwards and remember some of these things. But, you know, my thought is if you do it this year, you're building new memories that, right. you know, you can carry on into 24. So hopefully we can get back to that point in time that our staff knows. But I think it's unrealistic regardless of what you've paid for your management staff, because one could argue that you probably pay more now than you did five years ago. Did. <laughs> right. <laughs> but putting that aside, working together and not assuming anybody knows how to write a holiday week schedule or anyone knows right. how to write a Thanksgiving schedule, but just working together will guarantee that you will move forward and get better into next year. Yeah, like Angela said, the front end is very important right now. You know, take that time now. Yeah. You'll have a lot less frustrations as you get there when you say, well, why did you order this? And they say, well, you never told me that you won't go to the order right now. Um, and then back to you know the notes is, you know, half your team this year probably won't be there next year. And that's the other part. I mean, I said this before. I mean, as a manager, I, you know, I would always look at my team and say, half you guys aren't going to be here next year. Yeah. And that's good or bad. Some right. are going to get promoted. Some right. are going to go help with, you know, in corporate world, new restaurant openings. Right. Someone like they're all getting fired over the course of the year. Right. One person probably leaves to another company, <laughs> right? But in theory, if you look around, half will not be there next year for whatever yeah. reasons. And I think if owners look like that is building these systems up building that, all right, I'm going to put this order that we did this year, I'm going to put it in a notebook. So whoever does the order next year can actually look at yes. that specific order or that specific staff schedule. Yeah. Next year is going to be so much easier. It's like, oh, well, I have a schedule written. It doesn't yeah. matter what names are there. Just right. how many right. people did we have on the line? What times did we bring people in? Yeah. How did it go? Well, and I think that's where, you know, as an owner, I think the, you know, really successful owners that we see, know when they just have to jump in and right. not do it, right? Not not wash dishes, that's not what we're saying, right. but step in ahead of time to make sure that you have your own accountability checklist so that schedule that goes out makes sense, 
that order that went out makes sense. You're not running out of filet right. Right? when the party of 50 is all going to order filet, right? Like there are a certain check that as the owner, you this might be the time that you just have to jump in, yeah. but it's for the good of the team. At least when it happens, you can kind of live and die by what you did, yeah. right? To me, if I, if I didn't order right or I missed it, I can, I can live with that. I know, yeah. hey, I can't blame anyone. That's what it is. So for you as the owner, if at least if you look over, you validate, you say, I sign off on, and then if you're 20%, 30%, 40% busier than last year, okay, that's a great problem to have yes. and adjust. But at least you can't be like, in hindsight, wow, if I would have just spent three extra hours on the first week in November, wow, look at all the extra sales I would have done right. the second half of November, December. You don't yeah. want to look back in that and say, man, I really could have improved my end of year, but because I phoned it <laughs> now, right. you know, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's the other part of sports is that even though we saw, you know, one champion in the World Series, I mean, they're really working on that in April, right? The, to have those clutch performances, you know, when they did under the lights in the World Series, I mean, you're really working on that for months and months and months. And I think that's the other part that we can all take away from the World Series is, you know, the preparation starts now. I mean, I remember, you know, every year it's like, all right, you know, pitchers and catchers are showing yeah. up in like March, right? And they don't end until now, but this is the time. Yeah. And so for all of us in hospitality, this is the time to really make sure yeah. that when the pressure moments are there, we're ready. Definitely. All right, well, thank you for joining us in this week's episode. For more information about the Lager Group and all of the things that we can help move your operations forward, check out our website at thelagergroup.com.